the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to this 820 AM The Word broadcast special, Heart of the City. Pastors, ministry leaders, and churches have received a call to serve their communities with the love and compassion of Christ. The call is from God's heart to the heart of the city. Welcome to Heart of the City. I'm your host, Adrian Tijerina, Director of Local Ministry here at 820 AM The Word. Thank you so much for tuning in. On this program, we are highlighting churches, nonprofit organizations, and ministries right here in the Pacific Northwest to see how God is moving among His people. Today on the program, I am joined by Dwayne Morris, President of On Reasonable Ground, an apologetics ministry right here in Seattle, talking about an upcoming conference on October 28th and 29th that I know you do not want to miss. Thanks for joining me on Heart of the City. Hi. Before we get into our conversation, I want to let our listeners know how they can register to be a part of this upcoming conference. If you're interested in apologetics, you just want to be equipped to defend your faith, go to cedarpark.org. Under events, you're going to see the Thinking About Faith Apologetics Conference. Again, go to cedarpark.org and look under events to register today. Before we jump into our conversation, I'd just love for you to share a little bit about yourself, your journey with Jesus. How did you come to know him and how did you get interested in, in apologetics? Oh, it's a great question. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, my, uh, my kind of walk with Jesus really started with my family, um, really um, leading us into, into faith and understanding what a genuine faith is, living it out, most importantly, and really trying to raise us up in the way we should go, both my sister and I. Uh, they were, I think, really wise in the sense that they had this idea that, yes, it's our choice ultimately— where we end up, but you're going to learn about it. Hmm. And my, my dad expressed this to me one time. He says, you're going you're gonna to go to things. You're going to be a part of things because you're going to learn about it. Because if, if you decide you don't want, that you want to reject this, the faith later, that you need to know what you're rejecting. And if you, if you don't actually understand it, then you're not really rejecting it. You're rejecting something, some facade. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really wise. And now as a parent myself, um, to be like, okay, yeah, it's your choice, but we're going to we're going to live this out we're going to you know raise our our family mm-hmm. in this way and really live follow, following what we believe to be the truth you're going to understand it at the same time allowing that hey that's it's your your own choice this has got to be become yours for me as a dad you know i i just i relate to that because i came to know jesus at the age of 21 like you know i had already had a a season of rebellion and uh i was already kind of over the world by the time i hit 21 funny Mm -hmm. enough and so coming to jesus was a radical thing for me because although i heard about jesus i didn't know him and so i felt like the rejection like you had said the rejection that i had when i was younger was wasn't about Jesus or about the Bible or about you know the idea of God. It was more about just maybe rebelling against you know what what I grew up with or what mm-hmm. was around me. And now that I have kids, you know it's it's been interesting because uh, they grow up just 
seeing Jesus as a fact, right? Yeah. And seeing faith as a fact. And maybe for our listeners out there, if, if you've grown up in a Christian family, you know, maybe you might find yourself just thinking, yeah, well, Christianity is like this, you know, sort of no-brainer thing. Right. <laughs> but the fact is, is that it is really important for us to know what we believe. Right. Um, because, you know, sometimes I find when, when people ask even the most uh, you know, s- more simple or orthodox questions about the Christian faith. Sometimes people stumble over their answers when it's right. like, we just need to know uh, what it really means to follow after mm-hmm. Jesus. So, yeah. So how did you yeah. get interested in apologetics? Yeah, then? that's really good because I think a lot of times people who are rejecting something about Christianity, they're rejecting something that's not even true. Mm-hmm. It's a it's this false, you know, conception. Yeah. And yeah, it'd be, and a lot of times you're talking to me like, yeah, I'd reject that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um. So it just, you know, growing up, I started even more than having my own questions, listening to other people's questions, especially like in at church with, you know, your peers. And, and you know, when you're listening to their questions, you're kind of interested in the answer. Mm-hmm. And the answers I would hear were very, like, uninspiring. Mm. And it would leave me going, just thinking, that didn't help at all. <laughs> and I, think, I, know, I, was, I was frustrated with it. Yeah. Because... I started thinking about it. I'm like, wait, if we're saying this is true, we're saying that God has done all all these things God has done, and there's this huge story of the salvation history and everything in the, throughout the Bible, and you think, but that's the answer to these hard questions? Mm-hmm. After all this? Yeah. I'm going, that doesn't make any sense. There's got to be better answers. And if God, he gave us minds, mm-hmm. he's wanted us to, seems to have wanted us to think and to actually, he wants us to understand things. Yeah. And you go, then it's got to be better. Yeah. So I got eventually familiar with this this category called apologetics. And I said, okay, well, that's interesting, but I didn't know how I'm going to learn about it. So I went to Bible college, and I was at a school called San Jose Christian College for a year, and I got to take an apologetics class. And I was really excited about it because I was like, well, I can actually learn some some things about this. Well, I mean, it was interesting, but it wasn't a very good class, to be honest, because <laughs> the professor was he's more teaching other classes and then on the, he cares about this too. So he's on the side teaching this one apologetics class. And I thought this could be a really fantastic class. And I started thinking about what this could look like and how you would get into all these issues Mm -hmm. in a way that would be more helpful and dive in. And instead of just maybe going through a book, it's like directly, let's really get into the the, the heart of the real questions people are thinking about and get it and make it more practical. I started thinking about how I would love to like teach in this field Mm -hmm. and and help people um, work through their questions. And I saw, as I saw people, you know, Christians that are kind of turning away from their faith, they're reaching these points of just skepticism after having grown up in the faith. And I'm like, okay, well, I can see like where some of the bad answers are leading people towards this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to do something about that. So I went, ended up going to Talbot School of Theology and okay. studying at the um, Philosophy of Religion program, okay. which is apologetics and and much more. Yeah. And it uh, just really revamped just my, my thinking and my understanding. was yeah. uh, very life-changing and life-directing time. And what I love about apologetics, it helps you thinking about your faith and dealing with your own questions. But then, and then without even trying, you just got prepared to help other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now here comes this person with this question and you are, you didn't even realize it, but you're ready to help them because why? Because you are taking your question seriously yes, yes. and you were thinking through your stuff. And you're like, actually, I've done this myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can help you. 
Yeah, so brother, could, maybe before we continue on, because I love where you're going with this. I know that you have such a passion for equipping people in this way. But I'm just thinking for our listeners out there, maybe they've heard the word apologetics a few times. Mm-hmm. They've heard that there's a conference happening, but they've never like sort of stepped into that realm. You know, yeah. could you help us understand, you know, just what apologetics is? Like, what's the definition? Where does that come mm-hmm. from? And you know, who? Yeah, yeah like yeah. who gets involved with something like that? It's uh, it's a good question. Essentially, apologetics is the defense of the faith. Um, now, to be more specific, it'd be more apologetics would be the defense of a belief system mm-hmm. because you can have the defense of the Christian faith, which we would call Christian apologetics, but you can have apologetics for other things. Mm. So Islam can have apologetics. When I was in seminary, we had to, uh, they had a night where they brought in a Muslim apologist. Mm-hmm. I see. Fantastic discussion and hearing him share some of his objections and then Q&A. And it was just, sure. Mm-hmm. And then you could have, you could have an, uh, an uh, apologist, so to speak, for socialism yeah or for mm-hmm. marxism or capitalism whatever. sure can, so mm-hmm. so it's just more it's more of this defense of a belief system mm, interesting the one we encounter it in of course most is christianity yes um and there's because there's a lot of people that are intentionally doing that but um it's uh hmm. it comes from the greek word apologia mm-hmm. a-p-o-l-o-g-i-a mm-hmm. anyways that that word we didn't have a translation for, like mm-hmm. a meaning, a word yeah. for what it meant. So it means to give a reason or to give a defense. Yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't have a word that meant that. So we end up turning those Greek letters into English letters, and you and then sure. change the ending, and you get apologetics. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's um, and it's kind of this field or this category of Christianity. Yeah, mm-hmm. where you're you're taking the time to look into specifically why do we believe the things that we believe. Yeah. And what's the reasoning? What's the evidence? Um, why do we think these things that we say are true are actually true? Mm-hmm. And it's one thing if I could just say, I could say, well, the Bible says. So therefore I say, okay, well, maybe that's sufficient for you. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you're that kind of person. Or, for, just, or like, just for a Christian. Yeah, right? yeah like, as a Christian. You're like, I intuitively get it. It makes sense to me. Yeah. And maybe because, you know, you've seen so much of it just really, you know, fit together in life. What this other person goes, what the heck? Because <laughs> how do you, you – because the Bible says? Sure. That's a stupid old book. Yeah. And so you want to step back and say, okay, well, how would, how would we understand that these things are true setting aside the Bible? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, well, if, these, if this stuff the Bible says is true, wouldn't it be that it, there's other reasons to understand that – to help you understand that it's true? Yeah. That I don't need the Bible to tell me. I mean, some things obviously you do need the Bible to tell you, but but say in the big picture, you'd be like, there's got to be a lot of things that, that I can I can find that yeah, that's true, and here's why. Yeah. Which obviously things like, well, why would I think God exists? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. How, why would I Why would I think the Bible's true? Well, if I'm just saying because the Bible said, well, now you get in circular reasoning, and the skeptics are like, that's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't work. I hear people from other religions doing that kind of thing, yeah. and of course, as Christians, we go, well, no, that doesn't work. Well, then we can't turn around and do the same thing. Sure. Yeah. You've got to have a reason. Uh, yeah. And then know? on the uh, th- on on Jesus, of course, it's like all these people in the first century were believing in Jesus, all the truths that we believe about Jesus. But they didn't have a New Testament telling them any of it. Hmm. So then you start to think, well, why did they believe it? Yeah. And it's fascinating. And you start to go back and you look and you see the reasons and then you're like, oh, it's right there. So here's their reason. Now I want to know how how did they know that was true? Yeah. What was their evidence? And you start putting it together and think, okay, this is, it's not just the Bible just saying it. Yeah. 
it's it's there's this historical yes. foundations to it, and you go well, that, this is really unique yeah. amongst religions. Yeah, I think that that's that's fascinating because, like you said, there's a there's a, a history, mm-hmm. um, this lineage of of people, men and women who are faithfully sharing the gospel. You know, and how that's just a, a lineage of of what we have in the Christian faith. But not only that, but I think all of us, uh, in one way or another, have to be involved. Am I right in, in saying that? Like, I think we all have to be involved because unless you live on a desert island by yourself, you know, yeah. most likely somebody's going to ask you, uh, and hopefully they see a yeah. difference in your life that says, "Hey, what's going on here?" Yeah, and this is on that thinking about well how does how does it actually impact our life just you know understanding things yeah how does it make a difference and because it, it's for as you just said it's it's relevant for all of us and i think the key things are um, in developing a confidence in, personally mm-hmm. which can just be working through my own doubts and then becoming prepared well, brother, could you share a little bit about um, your ministry on on reasonable ground? When did you begin that? Uh, yeah, just a brief history of that. Yeah, well, it started in, I think it's two thousand five. I think that's right, two thousand five, <laughs> two thousand six, and just a vision of working with college students primarily, um, and that's expanded now into to, to where I'm like, okay, and how can we also work work with churches and and that's where we get into like putting a conference together, mm-hmm. um, which can be, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to do with any people that have a vision for it. Mm-hmm. But the, um, the initial was, okay, I've, I've, I'd thought I wanted to teach apologetics when I was mentioning that earlier, like maybe a Christian college, which is great. Cause that's was, that's what I'd experienced. And then I got this, I started doing it, got this opportunity to start doing it with students at the, um, secular university mm-hmm. and just small group and we're, let's look they're christians let's dive into the reasons for our faith and that started growing from one quarter to then students saying can we do it what are we going to do next quarter mm-hmm. okay well i got plenty to do i just have to put it together okay so i started working on it and and then it was like what are we going to do next quarter and then other kids were like i want to do we want to do this we heard about this <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so it starts growing and start i'm producing a program which turned into three quarters of apologetics so mm-hmm. a year-long you know deal awesome. at the university of yeah. washington and so i started working uh, i started at oregon state university doing this with students and they really helped me like mold it yeah and develop the idea and then my have an internship there and I, that when that finished i came you know back here and started just connecting with people at the university of washington mm-hmm. and started uh, getting opportunities to do it and it grew because there was more and more interest yeah um and then, as I was saying, I started saying, well, how can I expand that in a church as well? Because, you know, I talked to people at my church, and they'd say, you know, we need this too. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I believe you. So yeah. it's it was, okay, let's, um, you know, offer, I, I may be able to you know, offer a class for a church, yeah. or, or, mm-hmm. and, then, and then this conference idea. Yeah. So let's, let's put these things together, and maybe it's bring a few churches together. You know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. But let's dive in to thinking about our faith together. And that's the name for it. Call it the Thinking About Faith Conference. That's awesome. Well, if you're listening to me right now and you want to jump into apologetics and you want to get more information about Dwayne Morris, I wanted to point you to a way that you can register for this upcoming conference. The conference is October 28th and 29th. 
It's actually featuring one of your favorite programmers right here on 820 AM, The Word. Dr. Phil Fernandez is going to be speaking at this conference, and I'm so excited for you to go see him in person. Such a delightful guy. I did an interview with him, and he's just amazing. But you're going to want to go to cedarpark.org. That's cedarpark.org, and under events, you're going to see the Thinking About Faith Apologetics Conference. There you can go to register, get more information, and find out everything that's going to be happening for that conference. Yeah, brother, if you could tell us a little bit more about this conference. Uh, yeah, just h- how did it come to pass, and, and what are you looking forward to for it? I'm really excited, of course, because I've been putting it together. <laughs> it's been all my time's been into over the summer. Um and we're going to get into a lot of, of subjects and, and general apologetics. Um, so we're hitting a, a broad, you know, base of topics. We've got 14 sessions. You know, sometimes you go to an apologetics conference, you get five, six, or seven opportunities, and then you leave going, well, there's a lot more I would love to have gotten into. So I'm going to kind of hit it, like, hard. We're going to double that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because if there's not a, a lot, well, you can't get more. But if yeah. there's too much, you can always just take a session off. Sure, right? yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, let's do it that way. Um, the uh, um, the lineup, I just think, is fantastic. We got, obviously, Dr. Phil Fernandez. I've done conferences with him before. It's just, just fantastic. Great guy. And, you know, you hear him, and, of course, you're like, wow, he knows has so much knowledge. And and you're just – you try to keep up yeah, with what he's, really. what he's got to say. <laughs> Um, but he does a great job of, of giving you the notes. And, and so it's just <laughs> um, it's just so fun to, to listen to. And then we're also bringing in um, John Noyce, who's a part of the Stand to Reason mm-hmm. um, speaking team. And so if you're familiar with Stand to Reason, that's uh, Greg, Greg Kokel's mm-hmm. head of that ministry. And, um, and he's just got some great stuff to bring and, uh, and include with us. And his story, even just from being an atheist, Mm-hmm. and uh, rejecting Christianity, to, and then the reasons for, wow, he came in yeah. into faith um, and and tackled all these atheistic objections. And so you're going to share about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also on, on defending, uh, on, on our tactics and how to go going about defending the faith. Mm-hmm. And then we got two others that are involved who are part of the Cedar Park community, mm-hmm. um, doc, Dr. Uh, Sarah Boyd and then Chris Ashcraft. And um, they both teach in the areas of apologetics mm-hmm. in that in um, the Cedar Park schools. Yeah, so mm-hmm. there's four, I believe. I think it's four now. Uh, maybe it's five, or it mm-hmm. was. But um, they uh, they're just involved. And just love to you know include them because I mean this is where the you know the, the conference is, of course. Yeah. So then um, they have so much to offer. Um, Chris is just like. Phil and that like he has so much information. Yeah, uh-huh. so I'm challenging him a little bit, like to pare it down. <laughs> um, yeah, but the uh, you know, and then um, Sarah's you know the, the ministry director at, at Cedar Park Schools mm-hmm. uh, in Bothell, and um, and then teaches apologetics. Just got her, her doctorate mm-hmm. in that, and is uh, is so well thought of, and and it just communicates so well on the things that she's um, contributes just at yeah. the school, and we're like. Yeah, let's get her out here. Yeah. So, well, that's um, awesome. It seems like there's 
obviously a yeah. lot of topics for people mm-hmm. to jump into. But right. what I also love about apologetics is that it's like this treasure trove <laughs> yes. where you can, in, in like you were saying earlier, any aspect of your life or belief, you know, you can really start to learn a Christian defense of, you know, um, whether it's um, what we know or what we believe or just the world that we experience. You know, we're, we're, the Bible and our Christian faith, uh, we have this history of th- thinkers that will help us kind of think through that philosophically, but also with evidence. Right. So I, I love that. And it sounds like a, a great conference. Yeah. Two days. Right. That's a lot of yeah. information. And it gives you a chance to hear from a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And a lot of times we're, we're at a you know church and we hear from this one person all the time, which might be great. Yeah. And it's not, we're not saying we don't want to hear from them, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but then it's great to hear other inputs too, yes. and yeah. voices from people who, who, if, if, when it's live, like you can go and ask questions and you can talk to them and yeah and uh, you know it's not just a podcast or something. yeah <laughs> well, you know and what I love too is um, if if our listeners haven't if you haven't been out to Cedar Park beautiful campus and just a, a place that you're going to go and be able to to be blessed and taken well care of mm-hmm. I mean there's been so many uh, conferences that have happened at Cedar Park and mm-hmm. they just really are. Uh, just for me, moving up here from Portland, I just see them as this sort of beacon of Christian equipping. You know, like yeah. they've done so many things to equip uh, believers here. Yeah. But uh, before we close up today, I just wanted to ask you one last question. You know, what is your hope uh, for folks who are coming to this conference? Mm-hmm. What what should they expect, and what's yeah. your hope for them as they're walking away? Yeah, well, it's, this is for anybody. And the one thing I love about apologetics is the same idea concept or argument that's um say interesting and helpful to a believer who's been a christian for 20 years is interesting and helpful for somebody who's a skeptic mm-hmm. and has is struggling with it or who's been a christian is struggling and not sure what they believe anymore it's yeah. like it's it all it, it hits all these categories yeah um so I, my hope is just that people go away with, with you know, if they're Christian or or if they're skeptic, but a hunger to know more and to go yeah. deeper mm-hmm. in their faith um, and uh, and to have a, a deeper understanding of their faith um, in the sense that their eyes are open to the idea that this that of how much is there in this category yeah. mm-hmm. uh, of apologetics and defending our faith and it, that it, it brings uh, – uh, that they start to see how interesting it is that the evidence and the reasoning for our faith is. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. and and then what that ends up doing is motivates you to say, I want to look into things more. Yes. Here's here's a specific here's some specific things yes. I want to investigate and I want yeah. oh and I I see how I can learn about that now. Mm-hmm. Well and then as you learn about that, more ideas come to your mind yes. that you want to learn about. Yeah. And it becomes this lifelong quest. Growing in our faith yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. And um ultimately it renews our our interest in the Christian faith. Well, you know, and I think it it really is perfect timing. You know, we've got mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna in, it's at the end of October, yeah. and you're going into Thanksgiving. So oh, yeah. you know, you get prepared for your Thanksgiving meal conversations, people. Oh yeah. <laughs> also, Christmas is coming up. We got to know about Jesus. So this is a perfect timing for a apologetics conference. You know, I hope so. <laughs> folks to get equipped, and you know, I can speak from my own experience too. You know, in, in my family, I was one of the first. I was the first person to come to a personal relationship with Jesus. And the way that God sort of worked that out in my family was I became sort of the Christian guy, right? Everybody was asking me questions. And so, you know, maybe for you out there, if if you're the Christian in your family (laughs) and you want to be prepared for those conversations, 
Uh, it just happens that way. You know, we're having Thanksgiving and say, who's going to pray? Adrian's going to pray. You know, it's like it's, it's like a no, no. It was like, OK, I guess I'm the default, you know, sort of believer. But, you know, after a while, actually, door, yeah, exactly. After a while, I really felt that as a place of honor. Like, you know, no, my mom is coming up to me with a really genuine and hard question. Yeah. And I, that's why I really got into William Lane Craig, yeah. uh, a, a lot of those just um, John Lennox, you know, these, yeah. these great thinkers that just help you to be prepared. And even if you never use the information, <laughs> it just kind of resides in your head. At least we can grow stronger in, in what we know is true. And we can know how to point people in the right direction when we do at sometimes have to admit, you know, I don't have an answer for you. Can I come back to you? Can I can we yeah. talk about this next week? Well, brother, you know, thank you so much for coming into the studio. Um, I just wanted to uh, give you a chance. Is there any other ways folks can be in touch with you, with your ministry? Yeah, any ways that folks yeah, can be in well, touch? We'll have um, some contact info there on the on that registration site, cedarpark.org, as you said, under events. And then, um, I mean, I guess you can find me. I, I have an occasional blog <laughs> <laughs> where I just, you know, write in some things. It gives you a feel for kind of how I'm think about stuff yeah i suppose but uh and there's contact information there but uh that's on reasonableground.blogspot.com mm-hmm. Well, mark your calendars for October 28th and 29th for the Thinking About Faith Apologetics Conference happening at Cedar Park Church. Trust me, you do not want to miss this conference because you are going to be equipped for those Thanksgiving meal conversations. Go to cedarpark.org. Under events, you're going to see the Thinking About Faith Apologetics Conference. There you can register and get ready to be blessed. Again, go to cedarpark.org and look under events. Well, this is Adrian Tijerina, Director of Local Ministry here at 820 AM. Thank you so much for joining me for Heart of the City. For more information about how you, your ministry, or your pastor can be featured, call me at 206-269-6208. Again, that's 206-269-6208. You've been listening to this 820 AM, the word special, Heart of the City. For more information on how your pastor or your ministry can be featured on 820 AM, the word, go to thewordseattle.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.